Welcome back to Down the Wire. It's episode 41, and the backup quarterback train keeps on rolling. For the official podcast of backup quarterbacks is Down the Wire. And rivalries, too. So much has happened in week 10 in the world of the NFL, not to mention the world of sports. We get at it. Starting with the NFL, going all the way to quick hits, where we end with monkey butts. All this and more coming at you down the wire. I'll be like, Sheesh. sunset on the beach. Pick me wanna pull up on Miami with the heat. I don't know about you, but I know about me. Summertime in Florida, catch me sliding on the key. Yeah. Oh, something's happening. That's how they all start, though. We have to tell them what episode it is. Maybe I'll start with your little bit at the beginning there of your complaining over our remote broadcast. But they're getting better, at least. No, I wasn't complaining. It was more that I'm just going crazy. Because yes, I'm, not, I'm so used to a pattern, to a, a routine, right? And now it's like, now it's something else. Ah! Well, we're establishing a new routine that's hopefully better, at least, and doesn't yeah. sound like we're talking from 15 feet away from each other. Uh, instead, we're now dealing with uh, internet issues on my end, because for some reason, not me. <laughs> my yeah. computer is connected to Wi-Fi, but not the internet. Um, this, is, this is called oh, first world problems, right? Maybe. Here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that even can be explained but it is very don't, weird. Don't try to explain it. Just, my, just Skype it app, my Skype app will not work, but my Skype browser will. So that makes zero sense. Cue but, the X-Files music right here. All right, I'll cue that in so I don't have to listen to you do it. That, that might work off. That might work better. How was your weekend? I didn't even see you like hardly this weekend. I was working the whole Dude, time. Dude, I was time. busy, man. I was up in lacrosse for some wrestling. Got a, a very fun match up there. Then came back Saturday. Uh, had some fantastic comedy sports shows. Wrapped it up Sunday with an excellent session of Dungeons and Dragons. Because, you know, I nerd like that. Yeah, you, you are a big D&D guy. I know. And you're playing on Sundays now? I thought you were playing on like Wednesdays. It uh, depends. Like Sundays are like our backup to Wednesdays. Um, and it's honestly better on Sundays because then we get like it, we get like a full five hour, six hour session. You play it for that long? Hell yeah. Oh my God. That's so much dedication to imagination. Well, for a Sunday, what else do you do on a Sunday? Well, you watch football. That's for sure. That's who says I don't do both. Well, I'm not doubting that, but I think that's why people, hopefully that's why they listen to our podcast, but it's, it's a football, it's football season. You got to watch football on Sunday. How many times can you say football in a single football, sentence? Football, football, <laughs> football, football. We started football off with Thursday night, actually, though. Oh, we're getting right football, into it. That's when football does start. And it was pretty much the most embarrassing game of Lamar Jackson's career. Yeah, he was not impressive at all. And to do it against the goddamn Miami Dolphins, who, 
man, I thought they were a train wreck just waiting to happen. And uh, apparently they're kind of jumping back on the tracks a little bit. But this is what happens when you bring in the backup quarterback because Jacoby Brissett started it off, but then you got back to uh, after uh, an injury and he led them to a victory. Hey, we are the official podcast of backup quarterbacks, so we can like Tua if he doesn't start the game. That's totally fair game. He's the backup quarterback for the game. And that was one of the most impressive performances of the season for Tua so far. He didn't get a huge sample size, of course. He was 8 for 13 only, didn't even have a touchdown in there. But the Miami defense was all over Lamar Jackson. And for a guy who accounts for about... 85% of the yards literally that his team produces in the season so far for him to have a bad game. It's going to cause the Ravens to lose. And that's kind of been the formula we've seen so far is they are definitely not the same team when Lamar Jackson isn't playing perfect football because they really don't have many more options to go through on that Ravens team. Their running backs have been beat up all season. As we know, they have the most, stacked backfield in 2014 if they were playing with Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell, but it's 2021. These guys suck now. Lamar Jackson's their best runner. Marquise Brown was pretty much held in check, and there's not a whole lot of weapons that are the number one guy, if you would, on any other team on the Ravens. This defense for Miami came in and shut them down. Yeah, and not to mention you had, like, very good play out of both quarterbacks. Jacoby Brissett got 156 yards and then uh, filled in with Tua, who got 158 yards. And uh, now, granted, they didn't they didn't uh, go nuts uh, over there, right? Like uh, defense was really the big thing. But when you can have consistent play uh, without giving up any uh, uh, interceptions and oh, no, I just got an update. Whitney Merciless out for the year. Mm. Torn bicep. That yeah, it didn't kills. look good. It didn't look good. It well, didn't look good. fuck! Okay, well, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that, that in the Packers yes. session. Damn but, it. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, but yes, uh, yeah, I, I think Miami did a good job just letting Miami do its own thing, right? Mainly the special teams and the defense. But uh, hell, I mean... Way to go, too. Uh, I get. I we'll see if you're back. You know, that's. A, I don't think he's back. I wouldn't go that far. This was a really rough game for the Ravens. This was supposed to be a homecoming game for Lamar Jackson. A lot of people were were predicting a really big game out of him, and thought that this was going to be a cakewalk for the Ravens. But getting embarrassed. I mean, I thought it was. Football. Yeah, we I, both. I thought did, it was. I I, yeah, I'm, we got uh, we got screwed on that. Oh yeah. It, it, anyway. Lamar Jackson, shout out to him for getting his jersey retired in Louisville this week. And I I don't understand why. Just to be clear, like, Lamar Jackson left Louisville when he was, like, 19 if they wanted to preach student athletes. You know what I mean? Like, how definitely didn't get his degree. I mean, definitely didn't. But, hey, it's cool that he got his jersey retired. He's only the second player ever in Louisville. Where do you think the Ravens kind of fall for the rest of the year? Are they in the pretender category, contenders? Do they probably should win the AFC North. We'll see them in the playoffs. But are they anything to be scared of? Or is it Lamar you should just be scared of? I mean, it's I, I've been saying that 
many weeks that it's the Lamar Jackson show. It, it is the Baltimore Lamars, the Baltimore Jacksons, however you want to uh, ring it up. Now, I, I would be worried depending on the next game they had. And then when I go and look at week 11 and I see they're playing the Chicago Bears, I'm not so worried. That well, that's it, what we thought about the Dolphins, right? Yeah, but you know what? We here at Down the Wire like Brian Flores. That's true. We are pro Brian Flores podcast. And we here at Down the Wire despise Matt Nagy. Also not fans of Matt Nagy on Down the Wire. And that Correct. is not that is not a Bears bias. That is or I should say a Packers bias. Uh we don't like Matt Nagy. He is a terrible coach. Uh though I uh heard a absolutely ridiculous stat today. Uh we'll, we'll, I'll I'll build in the same way that I heard it. Okay, I want you to rate these three coaches, all right? Okay. Uh, Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan. Um uh, Okay. That's tough. I guess number one, you have to put Sean McVay, right? Because he's been to a I Super would. Bowl. He's yes. been to a Super Bowl. He's got a really successful team now. I mean, he hasn't had the same regular season success as my number two, Matt LaFleur, I would probably go next. Yeah, not entirely, but he's also never had a quarterback really up until this year. Right. And then I will say Kyle Shanahan goes to third but that has only changed recently if you would ask me like last year maybe i'll say kyle shanahan over matt lafleur really yeah because matt lafleur he i i really think that aaron likes him a lot and i think that's the most important thing for aaron is because we saw what happened with mccarthy and mccarthy is proving that maybe he's not even that bad of a coach what he's doing this year yeah but aaron hated him and he was not getting Clearly. along with them anyway. So Clearly. I would put so I would put Matt Lafleur up there because he's able to communicate with Aaron Rodgers. Well, and now I'll follow up with another question: um, How many winning seasons does Kyle Shanahan have as a head coach? Yes. Off the top of your head, uh, one, one, and that is their Super Bowl year. Matt Nagy has a higher winning percentage as a coach than Kyle Shanahan, oh which God. is insane to think of. Now, I will say Kyle Shanahan does have a small asterisk for having one bad quarterback play and two just plagued with injuries. Well, uh, and he also was a very successful coordinator. Yeah. Well, yes, yes, he was. So, again, you know, time will tell overall. But, it, like, realistically, you know, look, why don't we go into that uh, that next, right? Or do they even play? This no, they, they'll <laughs> play. Actually, I'll tell you what. We'll go into this next game. We'll head to Sunday because definitely very concerning with the Ravens. I, I'm – they so went playing down today, yeah. a lot. I went down a lot in my book. Yeah, sorry. Honestly, and and the, reason, the reason why I, I'm not concerned about that is because I believe that the Ravens have a nice bounce-back game going into this uh, this next week. I don't believe in the Bears. I don't believe in Matt Nagy. I do believe in Justin Fields, uh, but, you know, that's, that's well, about it. 
how about we go into Sunday games? I tell, I'll tell you this. If Kyle Shanahan is to get fired, which it is not looking good for him this season right hot now. Seat. It's a yes, hot seat, dude. I think I know which team he will go to next. And I'll talk about them next. We'll go into the Minnesota Vikings versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh. I think that Kyle Shanahan in a Minnesota Vikings headset would be what they're Very. looking for. I, I I am I am a firm believer that they've had this defensive-minded coach in Mike Zimmer who picked up a big win against the Chargers. This was a big win for the Vikings to keep them in that like seven-seed territory. But they've had some ugly games, and Mike Zimmer is pretty much gone if they don't make the NFC Championship game, no matter what, I would think. He's just been there forever and hasn't done much. But now you would get Kyle Shanahan involved with that offense that has weapons all over the place. Kirk is having a really nice season still. Dalvin Cook had a couple of nice plays. Justin Jefferson is just as good this year as he was last year. Kyle Shanahan could do a lot with that offense, I think. For sure. I could definitely see that working out uh, for both parties. Here's the thing, though. Mike Zimmer is, is not going to go out easily. And you saw that yesterday. He uh, did a lot of gambling uh, yesterday going into it. He had uh, going into the fourth and two late in the game instead of kicking that uh, field goal, which, you know, that's something that we know all too well being Packers fans. Uh, and I think I think the bigger thing on this game, though, is the Chargers, because what happened to the Chargers? This was such a promising team. I mean, I had huge hopes for them uh, going into the playoffs. Now they might not even make the playoffs, which is uh, it, it is wild because there is no reason the Chargers have one of the best quarter, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. They have a stout defense. They have great receiving targets, a really good, Ooh, excuse me, a really good offensive line. And yet they cannot seem to win games lately. Well, I remember saying this at the beginning of the year. So you remember at the beginning of baseball season, I challenged Corbin Burns and I credit Corbin Burns success from my challenge. I think he had a good year because that was on me. I also said that this was going to be a big year for Austin Eckler, who is at best, very inconsistent. A guy who once in a while, he has a good game. And then other times he gets you 44 yards on the ground and his longest rush of the day was nine yards. That was yesterday. So I'm not really impressed with him. I think he's a fun scat back out of the backfield. I don't think he's a three down back. I don't think you can rely on him. You cannot rely on him to be the guy to get the ball on first and second down and then come out on third. Cause he is a third down back. He should be out there going out for swing passes, screen plays. He's very quick and he's very agile. I, I respect his game on the pass game. He's not a good running back though. He, I, I, in my opinion, he, he he's certainly not, out. he's certainly not a primary back. And I agreed with you when you said that as well, I don't like Austin Eckler. Uh, and, and, you know, you have a big what if they kept Melvin Gordon, not that he's doing anything spectacular out in Denver, but man, may- maybe, maybe. It, something I mean, it definitely bigger. would be someone to take stress off of him because Eckler is not they have no one to rely on like that. Melvin Gordon at least can be that. 
primary back like you were talking about. He can take on two carries each downage or whatever, and uh, Eckler can come in on the third down to come out like that. As a primary back, he is not the option, and he got the most carries on the team yesterday with only 11. Justin Herbert was their second leading rusher. Their second running back came in and scored a vulture touchdown on the goal line. Had a really sick celebration, if you didn't see that. That was the guy that, like, (laughs) did the – whole splits I think or something with it but there wasn't really much else to celebrate if you were the Chargers this game like you said they have been a team that is really flipped around complete 180 they yeah well they were super successful obviously in the very competitive AFC West and now they can't even beat NFC inferior opponents we think well and this goes to what I was saying before is that realistically on paper, these should be better teams. But then goes back to what you were saying about Austin Eckler. This entire team is inconsistent. The defense has been so bad lately uh, that they don't look like anything that they did to start off the season. You have Justin Herbert, who after yesterday, uh, they, he threw a pick. They are now 1-4 this season when Austin, uh, Austin, sorry, Justin Herbert throws an interception. So that means that he has no support on the defensive side of things uh, because that just means the other team gets out front. So it it, apparently this whole thing revolves around Justin Herbert and whether or not he can actually uh, lead a team. And I I think they give Brendan Staley, uh, the head coach, another chance, but I wonder if he's just not the guy anymore. And, you know, he, he had, they had some pretty fantastical wins to start off the season. And now uh, that he's kind of been brought down from that pedestal, you, you start to realize and look at him as a coach and you go, mm, maybe well, not. Maybe the, maybe the team's just a little incomplete. I, I, I wouldn't doubt that at all. They could use some help uh, interior line, linebackers rather. And they – Definitely need some help in the run game, for sure. Those, those are two big needs that they have not filled and will look to in the offseason, I'm sure. But how about Minnesota? Now they're kind of proving they belonged in this territory, and we were saying this from the first few weeks of the season. This team was definitely better than people were giving them credit for, and they have a legit both sides of the ball. I mean, they're, they play good yeah. football and Kirk cousins has had a really, really good season. Another great day for him. 294 yards, two tutties, Dalvin cooks back now, 90 some yards. And like I said, Justin Jefferson, 143 yards on the day. I really like the Vikings and we got to play them next week. I, I don't think they're very close to the Packers like that. I, I do think there is a gap in talent. But it's going to be a divisional game. This is going to be one that you cannot lull at all. And the Vikings, I think, are really close, if not the seventh seed. I actually, I think Carolina is now. But Carolina I think the Vikings, is. Yeah, the, the Vikings the, are right the there looking out. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Minnesota started off the season so poorly that they are climbing out of a hole. I believe they're what four and five on the season right now. Four and five now, and I think four they started zero and three, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and guess what? They are showing that four and five or zero oh and three start rather is rearing its ugly head. They are four games back of the Packers, uh, for the division. They are two games back of the seventh spot. Now, granted, 
anything can happen. Uh, I completely understand that. But that's that's a huge deficit to make up. Two games, two games is a lot in the NFL when you only have 17 to work with. Um, I, I don't think they make the playoffs. I don't. Um, you know, I could be wrong. That's happened many a time. But I feel that these there are too many teams ahead of them for well, them to I, uh, to to capitalize on that to to capitalize and win. You know, there's too many teams that would have to falter for Minnesota to actually get into the playoffs. Well, then before we move on, rank these three teams, Minnesota, Atlanta, Carolina, one through three. Because those are the three teams right now fighting for it. And I think all three of them have legit cases to be a seven seed type team. I'll give them that. And, I, okay, well, Atlanta's at the bottom. I'm sorry. Atlanta's at the bottom. They have proven time and time again that they're just bad. Uh, it, now, it, I, I really, I, I think I need to see one more game with Cam Newton. I guess we can go into that one next, right? Okay, uh, it, yeah. That was later on. In, I know that was a 3 o'clock well, game. Well, we can but, go. We'll go, to, we'll go to that one name. Fuck, fuck it. Fuck it. We can go there if we want. This is our podcast. We yeah. And we yeah. are the official podcast of backup quarterbacks and we got we got full backup quarterback in this game we got not one not two but three backup quarterbacks with motherfucking appearances from pj walker dog Uh, xfl you didn't even even bring up that colt mccoy got benched in this game as well oh did i miss one more uh we got four backup quarterback oh man my backup game. quarterback boner is just raging right now i have to go look at his name because i didn't write it down i <laughs> don't remember what it was off the we're top of my so head. I official just that. yes okay it was chris streveler all right first of all he went six for nine nice. Traveller. <laughs> six for nine definitely a nice um but pj walker was not even the most famous backup quarterback on his team cam newton Newton, to come back and just be used as this red zone weapon was so cool from matt rule i mean i was all in on it it was a little bit it was it was flirting with cute football you know what i mean because cam newton doesn't play football cute but it's flirting with cute football in the sense of we're bringing in a quarterback to cuck pj walker out of his touchdown and give it to cam newton cam newton finishes with eight passing yards and got a touchdown out of it 14 rushing yards got a touchdown out of it what a day from cam newton in his first game back with carolina and his first game of the season right he hasn't even played all year yeah and and like i said this is this I, i it's hard to rate between minnesota and carolina uh because i mean again record wise Carolina's in front by two whole games. That's a lot. And uh, we can say on paper, yes, maybe Minnesota's the better team. But if they have any type of momentum going forward into next week, uh, just for the rest of the season with Cam Newton behind them, if he can play at this type of level, you know, where he's getting some good red zone quality drives, Fuck me, man. Carolina's scary. Well, the plan is now for him to start next week. That's what I was hearing. 
uh, 100%. Cam Newton 100%. will be the starting quarterback over P.J. Walker next week. Even I if he think... didn't play yesterday, even if he didn't play at all, they were still planning on starting uh, Cam Newton. I mean, that's without question. P.J. Walker, as much as we can love him for what he did with the XFL and all that, he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's just not. No, he definitely is uh, a little bit outmanned on the field and looks like his arm is a total noodle compared to the rest of the competition. But this was also another return for Christian McCaffrey, and they are now undefeated still when McCaffrey plays. And this team is just completely different with him. And I know, we know that McCaffrey is one of the top backs in the league when he plays. He just never plays, it seems like. Heard all the time. It's so easy for him to just get – 140 scrimmage yards in a game or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does it every single game. It feels and like this, He's this really looked like 70 and 70. This really looked like his healthiest game this season too, which is something to note because Christian McCaffrey, like we said, is never healthy. He has never, has he played a full season in his entire NFL career? I don't think so. I don't think he's played 16 games. He might, maybe I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's played more than like 12. I'll look that up. Yeah, and th- I mean, that just shows how pivotal of a player he is uh, needing to be out there. Uh, you know, what would he get? 95 yards, I think. And when you look at uh, the defense of Carolina, too, who, I, I mean, everything is going to go to Cam Newton and uh, Christian McCaffrey for what they did offensively because offense is the sexy portion. But really, when you look at the defense and the consider the fact that they held Arizona – to 169 yards. Nice. Nice. Uh, then uh, 169 total offense. Damn. Damn, dude. That is huge. And, and I get it. They were on backup mode. But, shit, they need Kyler Murray back so bad. Arizona's in trouble if they don't get him back. All right. So, I guess we were mistaken because um, he played 16 games in 2018 and 19, which did not sound right to me, but I guess he did play every single game. But 2020, he was hurt. 2021, obviously, he's been hurt. And I think in 2017, he had a couple games as well. He got banged up because he didn't start every game that he played kind of thing. So he he definitely has had his injury issues, for sure. So it's not something to disregard at all. And speaking of injury issue, issue, when Arizona does get Kyler Murray back, Kyler and Murray, Andre Hopkins. Well, I'm I'm speaking to Kyler Murray because obviously he's the quarterback. He's uh, someone that I once again I told you that week eight, week nine is going to hit, and Kyler Murray's uh, MVP creds totally down he down is, the drain he's done he's done he's done it season. he's done it for the second year in a row he was pretty much the mvp favorite for the first seven weeks and then just decided no no don't yep. want to be the mvp anymore so uh, uh no hold on hold on i wasn't done i wasn't done sorry kyler murray he's got he's out with an ankle injury that's huge for a guy like him when he comes back does he come back to form right away does he take two, three, four weeks, maybe more, to get back into form? You know, this Arizona team was 
pretty solid last week without him. When they were were they playing the mm, who did they beat the Eagles though maybe I don't yeah it was that. I don't believe it was anything I can't remember off the top of my hat but they they ended up winning they won by over twenty one I think uh let's see I, they, I, yeah they uh wait last week sorry that's week ten um uh, they played San Francisco oh that's right and they kicked the shit out of them yeah well it's we San also Francisco. we also thought San Francisco was much better than they are or i did at least and i don't know this was this is a concerning game i think all around because the panthers have not been anything impressive without mccaffrey since they have mccaffrey though they are very successful team and even arizona can't stop them maybe there's a little bit of kryptonite there colt mccoy obviously had a pretty rough game and whenever you got to put in chris traveller uh former winnipeg CFL quarterback probably not going to have a lot of success in the game. Uh, Let, let's uh, let's get into one of these blowouts because yes, we've yes. had so many blowouts, and let's start with uh, arguably one of the bigger ones. I think Browns and Patriots. Browns and Patriots was an exciting blowout in my mind because Dude. I don't know about you, I really just don't like rooting for the Browns when they're good. I really am not a fan of it. And I really enjoy rooting for the Patriots without Tom Brady and just rooting for Bill Belichick. I don't root for Bill Belichick. I don't root for the Patriots, but I do root for Mac Jones, who watching him play is is kind of electric, right? Am I crazy for feeling that way? The thing I like about Mac Jones is he is just such a Patriot quarterback that I've ever seen. and fits that vibe perfectly it's like Lamar in Baltimore I think Lamar is like great Baltimore quarterback for some reason like he looks good in the purple Mac Jones looks oh, okay, great okay. look wise the because blue, there's blue no way red. you could have been like Lamar Jackson definitely looks like a standard Baltimore quarterback no no Joe Flacco obviously <laughs> before. Yeah, right? I'm just saying like but Lamar kind of changed the culture a little bit there too a little bit you can kind of get a vibe from him sure, sure. I think Mac Jones just fits the Patriots culture really well. And, you know, he came from a system of Alabama where Nick Saban is obviously a super authoritarian coach, like on top of your ass, making sure you're on all his shit. And you go to the NFL where it's usually a lot more individual and whatnot, except for the Patriots. Like, again, we're on your ass. This is how you do things if you want to play for this team. And it fits Mac Jones perfectly. Yeah. And like I said, I, uh, I've been preaching that Mac Jones right now is the best rookie quarterback. He, to me, is the front runner for rookie of the year. He's been impressive. He uh, would be, what well, I believe, the only rookie quarterback to lead their team to a playoff, potentially, right? Um, I think Dak Prescott did that. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I meant this year. This oh, year. this year. Like, yeah, out, yeah, of the, yeah. out of the rookie five, right? Uh, he um, is- yeah, the Bears would have to do a lot. Uh, the Jets, the Jags, Gone. no. Gone. Sam Fran, no. Gone. And, and they, dude, don't even get me one? started. About, uh, that's it. Did I name them all? The Bears, Sam Fran, Jets, Jags. Yeah, and then him. Yeah. yeah, they're the only ones that are even close. So I, 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 especially if they he gets them to the playoffs, and he's had a couple of these performances where he just fucking lights up teams. I, I mean, it's pretty hard to argue Mac Jones, right? I mean. 
Well, you know what really has been the most surprising part of this is his relationship and his chemistry. He's built up with Hunter Henry, I think, because Hunter Henry has been very injury prone. Not Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry? Hunter Henry. What am I I thinking of? Uh, Derrick Henry. No, no. uh, Hunter Helms. Tight end for uh, Atlanta. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Okay, never mind. Yeah, different (laughs) HH. Hunter okay. Henry, well, he was in L.A. last year with the yes. Chargers. Yes. yes. And he was not very productive with the Chargers. He was a very high recruit coming out of Arkansas. You love Hunter Henry. You he's got man been, crush. He's been very good this season. Caught another two touchdown passes yesterday from Mac Jones in the red zone. Has been an absolute threat. We were all questioning the Patriots at the beginning of the year with some of their offseason signings and how big they went out for it. But now they found a group, and they are 100% going to make the playoffs, I think. Yeah. I think they are all in it, right dude, now. Dude, it's the AFC. The AFC outside of Tennessee right now is wide is open. Like absolutely insane right now. It's wild. Uh, now let's go to the other side of the ball. The Browns, who, uh, it, you know, we, wouldn't, we won't be able to get to talk about it too much, but they got rid of OBJ, which that fucking shit show of a week uh, don't even get me started there. And the trolls uh, of the uh, mainstream media coming out to play. I'm looking Fuck at Fuck Adam Schefter. Fuck you, Adam Schefter. Fuck you, Evan Massey. Evan Massey is also a piece of shit for everything uh, he was trying to start up. Evan Massey's a fucking NBA writer. Why the hell are you trying to start shit in the NFL? Whatever. Fuck off. Um, but now, like this. This right here, this game, it makes Baker look real bad. Real bad. And the Browns are a team that now for two straight years have had a stacked lineup. Last year, they got a playoff win out Mm -hmm. of it. But they also went up against the Steelers, which everyone knew had no business being 12-4 or whatever they were last year. And Baker is in this cycle of plays a good game. We'll just be nice and say he started off playing a good game. So he plays a good game, then plays a shit game, gets hated on by the media, plays the haters nasty, gets plays his underdog card, has a good game against an inferior opponent, and then restarts it all again. Like, that's all he does. He beats up on his shit teams, and then he goes and plays legit teams, and he he forgets how to play football. I well, And look at it, look at it this way, too. Uh, because ring, 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 backup quarterback alert, baby. Case Keenum came in. And, and Brian Hoyer on the other side. Baker Mayfield. Well, that's because it was a fucking blowout. But, like, let's be honest here. Uh, Baker Mayfield was 11 for 21 for 73 yards. Case Keenum came in. Limited time, 8 for 12 for 81 yards. Case Keenum is the more productive quarterback right now for the Browns, who should seriously consider – I. I I know this sounds absolutely insane and maybe I need to be committed to the loony bin for saying this case Keenum gives them a better chance to win right now. And I firmly believe that. I don't hate that take. I really don't. It's hot. It's hot. Don't get me wrong. It is hot, but I don't, I've been saying this for weeks. I've not been impressed with Baker Mayfield's performances. He's not beating these teams that he should be beating. His playoff team record is under 500. Where 
where do you go next year if you're Cleveland? Do you trust Baker? I'm really interested to talk to Platt about this one after this game. I, yeah, I yeah. think he would really I, – I want to know where he feels about his quarterback situation because they just spent a first-round pick on him, obviously, and this is now – is this his year for the option, I believe? They have to pick up his option this year um, uh, for his fifth-year option. That sounds right. That sounds right, and I would I not. Think, I wouldn't. He's not shown me enough to, for me to have faith in him. And well, this is what happens if you don't pick it up. If you're not picking up his option, you are going to have to sign him if he plays well. And if he doesn't play well, then he's going to win too many games and you're not going to be able to get a good quarterback prospect. So the Browns are going to be fucked all well, over again. Here's, here's the thing, though. The Browns should and will be banking on Aaron Rodgers not coming back to Green Bay. You tell me Aaron Rodgers on that team, both defensively and offensively, would be terrifying. And uh, whether or not Rodgers wants to play there, I feel like they can do a bang-up job of trying to uh, talk to him, right? To sweet-talk to him a little bit. I don't think he's leaving. I really don't. I think the we'll way he dove on that football, like after, yeah. I we'll don't have think he's to leaving. wait and see. Again, this is this is what the Browns are looking for, though. They need they need a quarterback. They need a true quarterback, and maybe they do that. Maybe they do go uh, a single year and just kind of ride the couch. Um, I, you know, I don't know exactly what their contract status for all their key players might be, but we'll have to get there when we get there. All right, let's go to uh, another game. Uh, what about how about uh, ambulance. Ooh, siren watch? Siren ambulance, watch. Ambulance. Uh, All right, I'm picking this game because we have to get to our next segment. Trayvon Diggs, did he play? Yes. Trayvon Diggs, did he get an interception? Yes. Yes, he did. That is now eight <laughs> on the year. In another a game span. Man, we're just gonna Trayvon get these Diggs. fucking blowouts. Yeah, like, might as well, because this one so was so bad. bad. This one was so bad, Fox turned it off. Like, this was the regular television game, and they were like, yeah, fuck this. You guys are getting a new game, because they are kicking their ass so bad. And this is what I want to do. This actually prompted a segment I'm going to try at the end of the show that's probably not going to go as great as I want it to, but I'm just going to go out here. Because I saw someone say that Matt Ryan is in the same situation Matt Stafford was in in Detroit. And that they are thinking that Matt Ryan needs to be freed from Atlanta because he is being constricted by his shit team around him. I mean, I would say that's half right. He I would say being... that's completely wrong. Hold on, hold on. Le hear me out. Hear me out. That is a shit team in Atlanta. You can't argue that. Now, also, Matt Ryan's old. Matt Ryan's washed up and Matt Ryan needs to retire. He's not even their best player. No. Why, why not, would you he think... might not even be in their top five best players. Oh, I don't know about that. Who, well, give, me, give me give me five. Cordell Patterson. Okay. Well, Kyle that, Pitts. Uh, Kyle Pitts for sure. I will. Can we count Calvin Ridley or no? Uh, uh I I wouldn't. He's Kyle Ridley is. Uh, sorry. Can uh, we Calvin count Ridley. Young Ho Koo? Young Way Koo. <laughs> what? Can we count uh, him? Sure. Because he's sure. a legit kicker. Yeah. And uh, I'm reaching after that. But yeah, okay. I'm, I'm just saying. So he's four or five. And yeah, I think, he's I think not Cordero that good, Patterson. Though. 
Cordero Patterson's kind of a reach too because he's only have one good season this year. Um, but it's the only it's his most active season. They haven't yeah, been again, using him anywhere it, else. But again, maybe he can have a career renaissance going somewhere. Yeah, we're seeing it with Matthew Stafford a little bit. Uh, and you know, I, I don't know where he could go. Matt Ryan on the Browns. Does that make you feel good? Do you, do you would you rather have Matt Ryan looking how he's done how he's looked this year or Baker Mayfield? Oh my God, that's just a terror. Oh, dude, he went nine for twenty one yesterday. One hundred seventeen yards, two picks. We saw Josh. I, I Rosen, didn't say it was a good way. thing. Saw Josh backup Rosen alert. by the way, another backup quarterback. Cooper Rush also <laughs> came in too. We saw so many backup quarterbacks. Dog, I told you. There was a reason why I threw that in the intro. It's backup season. Dude, I don't know. I think I would. You know what? I don't hate the idea of Matt Ryan on the the Bears, on the Browns over Baker Mayfield maybe. But I don't think that's a good investment for the Browns because maybe you have one good year of Matt Ryan, one good year, not one great year. He's never going to be an MVP again. He's not like that. But, I mean – he could have one year where maybe send he a, goes 20, 25 and five or something like that. Send a message to Chris Platt right now. We're going to, we're going to get this answer, uh, whether or not you, he would rather have Matt Ryan or uh, Baker Mayfield. I, I have a feeling Ryan. on Go the ahead. Browns. I, yeah. I have a feeling I know where he goes with this, but uh, we'll see if we can get this update uh, some at some point in the podcast. I'm, I'm just going to send it in the three man weave chat. Sure. We'll get everyone's opinion. Uh, again, there's not there's nothing else we need to say about this. Dak Prescott is really fucking good. The uh, Atlanta Fal- Falcons are really fucking bad. Okay, uh, let's go to another game. Wait, what about the Cowboys? Are we gonna say the Cowboys are legit? Because McCarthy's looking pretty legit there. They played the Falcons. I'm not giving them super legit status. I look, if there's ever a team out there that is just underneath the uh, like this is this is a Super Bowl contending team, or I should say, uh, they have a potential to make the Super Bowl. It, it's the Cowboys because it really it's going for right now. It's Rams, Buccaneers, and uh, Packers right now in the NFC. And I I would put the Cardinals there, but Kyler Murray is out, so I I have to hold off on that. But right uh, right after that, it's Cowboys and Cardinals. Is that fair? Okay. Yeah, I would say they're in the same tier. Cool. Well, let's move on to another game here. Let's go to the biggest disappointment of the season. Of and the season. Yes, because anytime you have a fucking tie in the NFL, it is disappointment time. Lions and Steelers. I mean, if we were going to predict a game after week one, we look at the entire season schedule which game on the season was going to be a tie, this probably would have been the game. Like, both these teams are equally dog shit because the Steelers can't throw a ball past 15 yards, especially when Mason Rudolph plays the game. Back up, alert. I'm going to lose my voice. I'm going to lose my voice with the backup horn. The backup horn is crazy this week. We didn't get to see Dwayne Haskins though. That would have been that would have been the biggest backup quarterback update of the entire season. Right, we're without, we're on Dwayne Haskins looking, watch. Without looking, uh, can you tell me the Lions backup quarterback? It's Tim Boyle. 
Oh, damn it. I thought I could trick you. No, I knew that. I, you don't think I know where Tim Boyle is playing every <laughs> single second? The One of my all-time favorite Packer backup quarterbacks. No one holds an iPad better than Tim Boyle. I promise mm. you that. No one does. But Jared Goff pretty much played like Tim Boyle. I mean, he is not – He this was all DeAndre Swift doing everything for them, getting the ball up the field at least. And Jared Goff, man – 114 yards dude remember when he was like oh i'm super excited to get started in detroit and this is just he's not the answer this is his last season probably as a quarterback starting he'll be a backup quarterback oh he's a solid backup i could give jared goff a backup role uh he's also the first round first overall pick well look that whole draft was bad though because you uh didn't you also have paxton lynch that draft who was the second overall quarterback taken that year? Wasn't there? Wasn't it? Wasn't it Carson Wentz too? No, was yeah, it? Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, same draft. Oh shit! One and two. Oh shit! Then I might be wrong on that end, but uh, yeah. Uh, now, is this a win for the Lions? The Lions are undefeated in November. They had a bye last week and a tie this week, so. I think they will take that. Yeah. <laughs> That's and pretty much how it's we been going for them this. this season. We talked about this. Uh, this was a, a definitely a losable game if Big Ben was starting. Big Ben out with COVID uh, this past week. I guess him and Aaron Rodgers were making out at some point uh, because, you know, Shailene Woodley is gross. She, and makes, a mean, she makes a mean cheeseburger and Big Ben uh, needed to try it. So. Fan. Uh, fun fact, it's Shailene Woodley's birthday today. So happy Not a fun birthday. fact. Happy birthday. It's a fact. I wouldn't call it a fun fact. She has turned uh, fucking Aaron Rodgers into one of the Divergent cast members. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, really, what else can I say? I Really, I think this is more about uh, the fucking nfl and how they need to get away from from these overtime rules first of all ties are dumb stupid and you want to make this claim that the reason why you got rid of uh like you, you started the tie rule is because of player safety well then maybe you shouldn't have added a week 17 you fucking dumbasses. Why and, don't they just do something cooler after overtime ends? Like, let's just do kickers kicking field goals after uh, it all. Well, and then on top of that, you don't make it a 15-minute quarter. You make it a fucking 10-minute quarter. What the fuck is that? We saw a couple of Or you of just do college overtime, college overtime rules, and then they don't even have them timed up, and it's just, let's just get a winner. We saw 10-minute drives yesterday so what are you trying to say if one team is you know specifically like the lions who are just running 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 if they are just running the whole fucking time eating up the clock well shit you know what i mean like it's it's absolutely inane i hate it i despise it fuck off nfl well, this was the ugliest overtime you will ever see, too. There was, I think, like three or four turnovers when I was watching. I didn't write them all down. It was so bad. It was just completely yeah. embarrassing, the ugly fumble, football. 
the fumble with Pat Frugelmeister or whatever the hell his name is. Fry, Fryer Musk. I yeah, you know, was, you know, I didn't. And then uh, Deontay Johnson also fumbled as well. I saw yes. him pop, pop yeah. it out. The the missed field goal, missed field goal there. Well, I want you to apologize to Najee Harris first because he would they would have lost this game if they didn't draft him. Well, that's that's fair too. And I, you know, and they would have lost give, to the Lions. I want to give uh, some shout outs to Najee Harris for calling out. Uh, the NFL and their broadcasts this past week too for trauma porn because there have been I have said this before they always talk about like players having to battle whatever to get to the NFL no one cares we're happy that they're here and you're just trying to give some bullshit heartstring stories they don't care either so good on and you. And it wasn't even Harris. true. It wasn't even. Yes. It wasn't even true. Yes. They said he was That's... sleeping on a on the floor in college. Yeah. And he was like, no, nah, I slept in a bed. Like, yeah, I went to Alabama. I was chilling, dude. All right. I'm sure he was like the number one recruit in the nation. You don't think Alabama was helping him out? Like, he knows he was he had it sweet. He had it sweet back then. All right, we'll move on. This is going to be the biggest upset of the day. We'll move into Washington over Tampa Bay. Yeah, dude. Woo! Dude, they, Tampa Bay Heineke. was sleepy. Tampa Bay was sleepy, dog. They had that bye week, and then they decided to continue napping for the rest dude, of the game. Did I not tell you Taylor Heineke has to be the most annoying player to play in the NFL because he will not quit. He's not good, but he's not bad he's not do we terrible. do we lump him do we lump him in into our backup quarterbacks that was ryan fitzpatrick's job that he stole so absolutely yes and, and, and you know what taylor heineke is fun to watch i i he is he's electric he's he's got the same energy as fitzmagic he is brett Favre without the arm he's brett Favre with mark sanchez throwing ability oh that is literally what i just said yeah, I was just making a comparison oh, okay. for people to make it cleaned up. Yeah. All right, dude, T Taylor Heineke is Aldi's brand toilet paper, and uh, I'm for it because if you've ever used some Aldi's brand TP, you'll realize that it's quite soft. This is honestly a pretty surprising loss considering Tom Brady didn't get sacked one time this entire game. And yeah, the defense continued to be shitty uh, for the Washington well, and they just lost their best player on the defense. Chase torn ACL out for the year. Yikes! So if football team thought they were going to be doing anything this season, that is completely out the window because what are they going to do with that? They weren't going to be anywhere anyway. But it, Tampa Bay, like it. you said, coming off the bye to lose to Washington, yeah, like that seems like a Wild. pretty, you know, Tom Brady off a bye does not lose. That is it, it was wild. Weird. And not only that, they lost in bad fashion. The going into this game, the Buccaneers were averaging 423 yards per game, and Washington held them to just 273. Like, that's a big stop, man. I, and uh, like you said, this is all without sex. Like, what the fuck? And, and Heineke coming in doing some clutch throws, dude. Yeah. Well, that last drive was just a thing of beauty for the football team. 19 plays, 10 minutes and 26 seconds, just keeping Tom Brady off the field the entire fourth quarter. And to yeah. cap it off with a touchdown, it was beautiful coaching by Chef's, Ron Rivera. It, it, Chef kiss. 
Chef's kiss right there. Just absolutely beautiful for them. That was exactly what they needed to do. It was the only way they were going to win the game. And there were talks of them. Go, they were, you know, the announcers were like, oh, should they kick the field goal here? Like, no, go for it. Your season's already over. Who cares? Get the get the first down and win the goddamn ball game. Because that's what they wanted to do. That's what Ron Rivera was set out there for. 1-0 this week. And they picked off Brady a couple times. And Taylor Heineke, man, just keeps you in ball games. And this is a revenge game for him almost because of what happened in the playoffs last year. Sure. So uh, I think that counts as a revenge game for Taylor Heineke. Now, uh, let's let's get off this game and go to another uh, quick wipe through game. The other big blowout, uh, Buffalo and New York, specifically the Jets. Oh, man. Yuck. Four interceptions for Mike White, dude. Uh, that Mike is White, a tough look. Dude, He's pretty uh, much done. Fucking Deadspin was comparing him to Jeremy Lin, and I died. That, that is, is pretty. Hysterical. That's a pretty good that's comparison. Hysterical. Except Jeremy uh, yeah. Lin got a contract out of it, so Mike White well, screwed Mike White, it. <laughs> Mike White, look, we're, we're done with Mike White. And now, real question do we see Joe Flacco next week? What's up with Zach Wilson? Is he on the IR or something? I thought he was hurt. Well, I know he's hurt. I know he's not benched, but is he on the IR or anything? Or is there just literally every week saying like, I thought he was out four to six weeks. Oh, I did not. I didn't. I don't remember hearing that, but Mike White. Yeah, they, they definitely, we did see Joe Flacco. So another double backup quarterback game. I didn't even realize how many backup quarterbacks we fucking saw. The backups were, were a flocking. That, oh God. Was that supposed to be like a Flacco joke? No, it wasn't. But okay. if you want to go we, that route. No, I didn't want to go that route. I was groaning in agony. But Joe Flacco, man, came in, threw a touchdown for him. I realized they were already getting their ass kicked, and it didn't really matter. But definitely more than what Mike White could do. This came after the first game after he had said he should have been the number one pick in his draft. Lols. You don't do this, dude. <laughs> no, yeah, why? he got so screwed. Why? He should not why have said that. fucking do these things? You know like, why? Because he's not a true backup quarterback. A real backup quarterback would not have had that level of confidence. They would have just gone in there and done their fucking job. Yeah, and Mike uh, White uh, uh, I'm wanted just happy, to be something uh, too much. This is my Mike White uh, impersonation. I don't know how accurate it is. Hi, uh, thanks everyone. Just happy to be out there. Uh, happy to play the game. I love the game and everything it stands for. Uh, also, want to pray God um, and thank my Lord and Savior for everything that He's uh, could possibly give me and put me onto this football field with an amazing team, an amazing group of guys that can just uh, go out there and hopefully we can win a game or two and uh, shoot for the stars. What do, what do you think of my my backup QB impersonation? Yeah, that's exactly what he should be. And it, nice. you, you forgot to mention, you forgot to mention, like, oh, I'm just trying to get the guys ready for uh, insert name here next week. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah, gotta, yeah. that line too. You gotta, you gotta be and like, whatever, you know, Jordan uh, loves like, oh, I just wanted to get the guys loose for Aaron next week. No, no, like, not that, not that one. It's gotta be like, and uh, whenever, uh, whenever Zach comes back, uh, we'll welcome uh, welcome him with open arms. Uh, but I'm not gonna give away that job too easy. You know, like something yeah. like that, <laughs> right? Like that's exactly how they all need to go. And the Bills it's needed an- this. The Bills needed this too, uh, to kind of get everything going again, uh, especially after an embarrassing loss last, last week. I'm done with this game. I'm 
Is Josh Allen the MVP favorite now, though? Mm, no, they have there. too many bad. They have too many bad losses. I think it's Dax to lose right now. You really? That's where you're going with it. Uh, I mean, who else you got? Well, it's not going to be Aaron because he got suspended, so they will not give it to him. Not suspended. Uh, you got held well, back on COVID. I'm just that was just the word choice. It wasn't a sure. it wasn't a sly. It wasn't a sly. It was saying that he you know he got penalized by the NFL, so he's not going to be given any reward for that. And I guess the Cowboys make sense because everyone you know they still say America's team bullshit, but. I think Josh Allen could definitely throw his hat in the ring by the end of the season too. Uh, what game wow. should we just talk? Should we go to the wow. Packers? You want, you want to hear? You want to hear the MVP odds for right now? What's that? Uh, okay, so number one is Josh Allen at plus two hundred. Brady is plus five. Dak Prescott plus six fifty. Matt Stafford plus seven fifty. Lamar Jackson plus a thousand. And then Rogers plus eleven hundred. I could see Lamar Jackson doing something too if the Ravens end up like getting a buy or something like that, maybe because he is having a crazy year and he is doing everything yeah. for that team. I could yeah. definitely see that. Let's go to the Packers, man. We, this is why we, this is why we do the podcast. So we can talk Packer football every week. All right. 17 to nothing, dude. Yeah. Russell Wilson's for... first time ever being shut out. And, and the first shutout for the Packers since what? 2008 or 2004, 18. something like that. 18. Oh, 18. That's what it was. It was against the Lions, so it really doesn't count. But Joe Barry, his first shutout with the team, and they were flying around out there, man. Dog, I, I, I love it. Can't even I believe. love it. I can't even believe how wrong I was on Joe Barry. I had no hope for Joe Barry, and I, I need to apologize again how sorry I am. Because Joe Barry is impressive. How he did is... he get Razul Douglas and Eric Stokes were just able to cover Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf so easily? Uh, I mean, they were making and every that's another play. like that's something I wanted to bring up too when we got to the backers is the massive amount of hate for the past two years top draft draft picks, right? Uh, one of them being Eric Stokes, and a lot of people not liking Eric Stokes. Uh, thought it, it should have went offensively when man could you imagine if this team didn't have eric stokes right now it would oh, be pretty beat up they it would, would be, be very in, beat up they would be in serious trouble and now uh, jordan love remains to be seen but aj dillon you aj dillon got so much hate uh for the draft pick itself like why would we do that we have jamal uh williams and uh f- fucking aaron jones Blah. Dude, AJ Dillon, we would be in some serious fucking trouble if we didn't have him. Well, the good news is that Aaron Jones is only expected to miss about a week or two, but I am really yeah. excited to see AJ Dillon as the featured back in this offense because he fits it really well. He is a great pound the rock guy that just falls forward when he needs to go up the middle. He can make some pass uh, catches out of the backfield. And he's a great red zone back to just get in there, pound it in. He scored two vulture touchdowns after the Packers worked it down. Aaron Rodgers, kind of an ugly game from him, to be honest. Uh, nothing too impressive out of him. His stats yeah, this don't is, look this is awful, all I guess. But 
this was just an insane performance from AJ Dillon and the defense, like you said. Yes, I also did want to shout out. Um, I really am very, very happy with the uh, where is it right here? Oh, <laughs> I, I'm I've been very happy with Rashawn Gary's play. I know he went down yesterday, but he is also expected to have like no serious damage in that elbow, so that's huge. I think he just gets after him now. And since Zadarius has been out, he has been a very huge part of the pass rush, along with Kenny Clark, Tyler Lancaster, who's just super criminally underrated, by the way. I love me some Tyler Lancaster, all right? This this Packers defense is legit. It's legit. I mean, the Seahawks have a pretty nice offense. They can't really run the ball with the best of the best. But they have Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. And this is also a team that, well, when they play in Seattle, at least, notoriously fucks us over all the time. They are, it's a mini rivalry, almost, you could say. But now the Packers move to 11-0 in their, well, they won their last 11 games against the Seahawks in Lambeau. This was a great win. This is a great win for them because they didn't even play great and they're still winning very convincingly. And that is a very good recipe for success in successful teams, I think. When you can go out and play shitty football games and still win consistently, great on them. Yeah, uh, and another thing, too, is Russell Wilson got rushed back. Uh, We all know that. He should not have been playing this game. He was recommended to be out four to six weeks. He was out three. So I, I think that that is something to consider as well. Um, now, I, I, look, uh, I need to give some love once again to Devondre Campbell because that dude's a monster. So good. And, and here's something I need to ask. Uh, I don't think he's going to get any love for it. Where do you think he should fall for defensive player of the year? He's literally one of the best players in the league right now. If you're not watching the Packers, he is. He's not going to get yes. love for it. Like you said, he's not. Um, yeah, he's, Tra- it, it's pretty much Trayvon Diggs award to lose right now, pending a super big fall off. I well, would and now the odds for uh, defensive player of the year, Trayvon Diggs is number two. Number oh, one, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. Oh, yeah, he's up Which is a too. fair bet, too. Yeah. TJ Watt is three, Aaron Donald four, and Kevin Byard has moved into the fifth spot this past Pull week. up Kevin Byard's stats right now, and I'm going to pull up Devondre Campbell's stats, and they're, I don't care that they play different positions. I, I He's second in the NFL in tackles, got a sack, has two forced fumbles, and two interceptions. That's what Devondre that- Campbell's stats are right now. All right, I'm bringing him up right now. Uh, brrr. He he's an absolute maniac. He's got, and that's for solo tackles, by the way. I didn't even look. I, I he has. It looks like he has ninety tackles already when you lump them both together. Uh, here we are. God damn it! Pro football. What is it? Pro football uh, reference is just like shooting me all over the goddamn place. Uh, oh, that's the entire. Can't I just look at the fucking season, you cockbags? Yeah, fuckers. It's usually like the first thing. You scroll down. First thing. There it's it is. Like no, it's the second week. thing. It's the second thing. Uh, uh, c- combined for 59 tackles, 45 solos, 
14 assists, five tackles for loss. Uh, I don't know. No interceptions. There's, oh, that's damn it. That was the wrong year again. Five oh interceptions. God. You are just uh, I know, fucking, I'm up. fucking it up. Yeah. All I'm, right. I'm anyway, regardless, Wait I think fuck Devondre that up, Tom. That was all you. I <laughs> no, would you Devo- started. Devondre started Campbell is definitely should be what a huge impact. Five. A huge should be impact in the, the top five. He won Defensive Player of the Month for October, so he's again. getting some love. He, he, well, he's not getting. He's not going to get the right amount of love. And again, when you look at Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, maybe the dude or or Miles Garrett. Dude doesn't deserve to win uh like defensive player of the year, but he deserves to be in the mentioning of it. And maybe, you know, third or fourth or fifth even. But yeah, whatever. I also was very happy with um MVS and Alan Lazard. They were getting a lot of throws at him and yeah, I was pretty impressed with what they were able to do with what was happening. Like I said, really wasn't that great of a game from Aaron. Um, I, I thought that. Well, Russell he's not. Wilson looked rough too, and he, like you said, he, he was rushed has, back. He probably has some COVID lingering in him. You know, we've heard it from all types of athletes and people, just general people that we know. It, they feel like shit for two weeks at, at the very least. Sometimes even longer than that. So. Yeah, maybe he just kind of have to have to get himself back on track. Uh, last thing from the game, I just want to say, fuck you, Kevin King. I don't care that you got an interception. Uh, you still suck. Kevin King had a good game. He, I don't care. He had I'm a not, good game. Sorry. Don't don't fall at all. He sh- damn near dropped that interception. They kind of saved his ass. To be fair. Don't care. Sorry. Too bad. Uh, next he caught up, that ball on the one yard line. Boy. Let's go to my boy. Who's your boy? Jalen Hurts, the Eagles, and the Broncos. Okay. First of all, you have a new boy every week. All right. Because your boy was definitely Justin Herbert. Who, yeah. Hold since up. Hold he up. Hold sucked. Up. Hold up. Hold up. Herbert's still my boy, too. But I've had to defend week to week. Jalen Hurts and the absolute disgrace that you throw against him and the shade. 178 yards. And? Two touchdowns, an interception, and 50 yards on the ground, but 31 of them were on one play against a shit team. Against a shit team. They themselves are a shit team. And now it seems like the Eagles have a formula on offense, right? They take the pressure off Hurts, having a balanced pass run attack. Boom. Yeah, they should have been doing that because it's Jalen Hurts isn't good. That that just shows you that they play better when they give him the ball less. All right, stop it. Uh, Also, uh, I I need to shout out Devontae Smith to prove all the haters wrong about so like, skinny. Oh, he's so tiny or dude's been lighting it up this year. He has been very, very good pick for him. Very useful. First round pick for the Eagles. Now uh, he's got 600 yards and that's through about half the season. So that's pretty solid for him. Plus his four touchdowns on the year now. So after catching two of them, I do like Devonte Smith and, Maybe he does have potential to be that number one over there in Philly. 
I don't like Philly at all. I don't. I, I think this game mm-hmm. was impressive. I, I will say that beating the Broncos, I did think the Broncos were maybe better than the Eagles. But that business decision by Teddy on that fumble, that was uh, that was a little sus, man. That's that's gonna catch some heat for not going for the ball or the tackle rather on Darius Slay, who just playground style scored on that touchdown. Yeah. Uh, look, we, I think Teddy needs to be done. He needs to go back to doing backup quarterback shit. Uh, so we can like him again. He is this stint of this second stint, I should say of him being a starter is, um, it's sad. And, uh, I'm done with him. I'm I done don't with think Teddy. he's that bad though. I, would you done rather have, Teddy. I would rather have Teddy in Cleveland for sure. And Baker for sure. If you want a game, ma- see this is the thing. This is the thing. Baker Mayfield is a game manager quarterback that thinks he's a playmaking quarterback. Teddy Teddy knows he's a game managing quarterback. He's not trying to do anything. He could hand the ball off to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt all day, all day. That's fair. That's a fair yeah. statement to make. I I, I I'm so in favor of having. I would Teddy rather. I think I would rather have Baker airing out balls though than Teddy. Yeah, if you need a Hail Mary, I guess. But, like, how often are you in that scenario if you're Cleveland anyway? You're getting your ass kicked or you're winning by a lot. So Yeah, that's fair. I will right. I will give the Eagles some credit on this win because I do think it's all right. Um, and the problem is they play in the NFC East, and the Cowboys are just way better than all of them. So they're going to be screwed out of the oh, season probably. Yeah, they're not going to have anything to go for them. Uh, I will reference this. I will reference Jalen Hurts later on in the show when I get to uh, that segment. Like I said, I will get back to him and we can talk right. again. Well, we got two but let's more move games on. left. Uh, let's go to the last uh, early game, and that's Indianapolis and Jacksonville. You got anything uh, on this? Other no, than there was Jonathan a reason Taylor? why we there was a reason why we didn't talk about this game because we don't care really about this. But yeah, Jonathan Taylor is absolutely insane, and that is great to put that on my Wisconsin running backs because they, as we know, just don't always turn out, but now he's just like the seventh player ever to have a hundred straights or what seven straight, a hundred yard games. So he's lighting it up right now in Indy and I'm super happy for him. And the less they have to have Carson Wentz involved, I think the happier Indy is as well, too. I think that's the happier the NFL viewing audience is. I hate Carson Wentz. It's going to end up costing them a first-round pick for Carson Wentz now, huh? If they make the playoffs, right? Is that, Isn't that what it was? The condition? It was maybe, a conditional. Maybe it is, yeah. It was a conditional first, and I think oh, if they make the playoffs, shit. he only has to play 70% of the snaps. And if he played over 75% of the snaps, it was a first-round pick regardless. Trevor Lawrence looking shitty, too, doing that big fumble at the end that more or less cost them the game. Uh, it was such a shit scenario he got put into right now. I, I, I still believe in Trevor because he do be slinging that bitch. I promise you. He is out there chucking it. He's got a cannon for an arm, and he has, and he has a lot of mobility, makes some good plays. He's on Jacksonville, dude. Name five players on Jacksonville right now. Go. Uh, was it James? Not named Trevor Lawrence. James uh, Agnew, right, in that third wide receiver? You're mixing up James Robinson and Jamal Agnew. Oh, Jamal Agnew. Okay, well – Obviously, James Robinson, um, LaVisca Chenault, who I have a really cool uh, football card of. I, I, I need to say that. 
Uh, Carlos Hyde, we mentioned him last week. Oh, yeah, random that he played there. That's right. Yeah, and uh, you've named, by the way, you've named four running backs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not true. Jamal Agnew scored a rushing touchdown this week. James Robinson's their number one back. LaVisca Chenault plays that, like, hybrid scat back. And Carlos Hyde. Agnew and Chenault are both wide receivers. Thank you very that much. Play running, they play running back more. Though. Fine. They're uh, better out you of also have back. Marvin Jones Jr., former uh, uh, wide receiver for the oh. Detroit Lions. Also, I'll right, take the roster yeah. off your phone right there. I don't have it in my phone, sucker. Uh, mm. Also, Dan Arnold. Don't forget fucking Dan Arnold. Yeah, we're big Dan Arnold guys. I get it. Yeah, don't uh, ask. Don't ask. Not much to about. talk about. Don't not much to talk about player. after that. A defensive player. Yeah. Yeah, no I, I don't have anyone. Um, what are the Colts move to now? The Colts are five and five. I mean, could be something. Could be something there. It's just Carson Wentz scares me. I, I don't Let's like get it. to this final fucking game. I don't, I don't care like about it. The, I hate both of these teams so much. All right. It's Sunday night football. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Chiefs are back. Hold up. The Chiefs are back. It's one game. The Chiefs are back. I'm not ready to give them back status. I Raiders, am ready to give lit, them Raiders back. Lot, dropped an egg. And, uh, you know, they also had another shitty week with uh fucking Gruden deciding that he's going to sue the team uh you know because and the John... NFL and the NFL yeah, that's what it, yeah like fuck off John Gruden get the fuck out of here don't even well, get in the Monday night football booth because you're going to go back there and no one's going to listen because the Manning broadcast is so much better fuck I off. would I will say that it is a little bit weird that what if there is more like get all these guys out right and if he's suing them because of that reason like hey you were just targeting me out like it's not like i'm on his side but like yeah let's just get if well, we're gonna go all and that out was the reason why people. that was the reason why they petitioned the league for those uh emails and i don't know if they uh, got them yet or whatever but be prepared. Some shit's going to go down. I already know that those old heads are going to get kicked out, and they should be. I'm okay with it. Uh, and going back to the game itself, I, I I do think that that factored in. You know, um, you you had Patrick Mahomes have the best game of his season so far, which they so desperately needed it. Because realistically, if the Packers wouldn't have given up last week, uh, on on special teams and or and or if they had uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, they should have lost that game. They they would have lost that game. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. They that was not a win. By the for way, Kansas City that yeah, was a loss as well. I want to add that in there too, uh, real fast. Hot take right here: Mason Crosby's last season with with the Green Bay Packers. I'm I'm putting it on. I really do think so. He is looking. <sighs> He started off the season, started off the season nine for nine. He is now five for 12. That is a problem. Yeah, he has looked rough. I mean, he has two blocks in there, to be fair, too. You got to take those away off of him because those aren't necessarily his fault. Um, but yeah, that has looked rough. But All Patrick right, yeah, Mahomes now, Patrick Mahomes is the only quarterback now to ever have two or multi. 400 yard, five touchdowns, zero interception games. Uh, 
405 yards, five touchdowns, no picks for him on the day, if you were curious. And his counterpart, Derek Carr, he did not give a fuck this game. He was just chucking up the ugliest passes I've yep. ever seen Derek Carr throw. Like, whenever he had a little bit of pressure on him, was just like, let's go! Like, show it off. He was like he's playing 500 at recess. I have never seen him play like this. So, it, it is a big thing on the Raiders that you can just tell they are done. Like, they they have mentally checked out from all this culture stuff that has happened over the last X amount of weeks. And the Chiefs yeah. pounced on that opportunity. This was a I feel big really win bad for, them. for the Raiders. I feel really bad for the Raiders. They've had so much shit go down. That they were five. They were four and one, I believe, right? And now they're five. They, and they four. were in front. They were in front of the whole uh, uh, whole division, and I like legitimately thought they looked pretty good. Um, but, but I They've mean, only won the division one time in the last eighteen seasons. Wow. All right. That's it. Do you want to do your segment first, or do you want to go into uh, picks? Uh, we'll start it off with this. Let's see what we're going to do here. Uh, see if I've gotten any other more. Any other more. Any more else. Any, any, more. <laughs> any, any additional input. All right. So I actually went out to, uh, social media, my Snapchat, and I know I got a handful of people who are also very much into sports. I didn't get as much engagement as I was hoping, but I got a couple in here that maybe we can talk about and see how people might feel so this is from nick yoder i know you know nick yoder great guy. Oh, wait, wait. you have to explain what the hell is going so on so what we're doing is we are gonna <laughs> i am asking for some takes from listeners i want to know just how you guys are feeling about your team your favorite player whatever it might be and i'm gonna be completely honest with you I don't trust that nearly many of the people that answered me even listen. So I'm just going to say this, like 90% of your takes fucking suck. Like all you guys. So just to put that out there, but I did find <laughs> a few that I wanted to go out and say, Hey, maybe we can flirt with the idea of talking about this oh, for I half a second. And uh, I mean, I can show you the shit ones. Too, I, want, want. I want, I want at least one shit one. Okay. Here, here, then you know what? We won't start with Nick Yoder because Nick Yoder's got a decent one. So we're going to go and move on to uh, Gianna, Gianna Cephalou, who I worked with in California, who is just uh, absolutely just a sweetheart. She's great, but she's also batshit crazy. And she'll know that I'll say that to her face. But she is just, uh, first of all, can we just agree that when we talk about the GOAT for basketball, we are in agreement? LeBron James? LeBron James. Okay, we don't need to go to that. See, she there, dude. I went to California, and everyone thinks Michael Jordan's better than LeBron James. It doesn't even make any sense to me. I, I it's not even close in my eyes. Like, oh, wise, I oh my. Mm. I yeah. Look, I I think okay, LeBron him, James gets a lot of hate for uh, not only the decision, but uh, his style. His style of play is is different, and uh, I I think he people don't realize how fucking good LeBron James is. She and also to the people, sent me... To the people that say that Kobe is number two behind Jordan, you're just wrong. Stop it. You're wrong. Yes. I will then say that she also said two other takes where Steph Curry's the greatest three-point shooter of all time. Like, thanks. All right, we knew that. 
like Denis that yeah, hot. What, what is he now? Uh, Denis just pass up for like fourth all time or third all time? Well, he's actually second all time. Oh, and second. He did, My bad. He did break the record for most ever, including playoffs. He is he is number one. He's just under a hundred threes of Ray Allen though for the regular season record because that's how they do it. But and then her other one is um, Buster Posey is one of the greatest catchers to ever play the game. Uh, offensively, I'll give you that. I think that's a hot take. Uh, for offense? I mean, he got the MVP, so that really helps him. But, like, his st- statistically numbers? Eh. Uh, again, he he will be – you know what? Uh, Here is my hot take. I will say he makes the Hall of Fame – by year two, hmm. he won't make. He, but M, the baseball doesn't do first ballot Hall of Famers unless they're, you know, insane. Um, so I, I'm gonna say year. No, I'll, I'll give it one more buffer. Sorry, year three. I, okay, that's, that's really what I meant. I was. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. I get it. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. He's a catcher, so he has a little bit of asterisks by his stats and stuff. Whatever. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. I get it. But I don't know. I hate. I, she's also just a. San Fran person that's just like ah we're great at everything fuck the Dodgers like uh, so yeah whatever but thank you for yeah thank you for contributing to that Jackson Cobb another guy uh he is from Texarkana Texas says Steph Curry's gonna win the MVP this year Ooh, that's a hot take and you know what I could get down for that he might do it insane and uh especially once they get uh clay thompson back uh coming what towards the end of december beginning of january you know that's going to leave staff with some even more open shots i like that take a lot i i think he definitely has a some potential to do it i mean he almost did it last year he was averaging 30 points a game and his team sucked compared to how they are now they're right back at the top of the western conference now still gotta wait to get clay thompson back and that team can go on a run for sure uh next one we will go over to i like this one this is coming from hector uh from wisconsin my boy he said that alabama is the real qbu and we're just not ready to talk about that Mm. so now uh, when you come in to look at it when you come in to look at it if you count Tua as the starter for the Dolphins and if you count Jalen Hurts from Alabama they do have the most quarterbacks in the NFL yeah but where are they right now in backup well, land and that's where I was going to say they are backup quarterback uh, university right Jalen Hurts and Mac Jones are both starting yeah, yeah. Well, uh, first of all, and Tua the only one's the fifth overall pick. We both agree that Tua and uh, Jalen Hurts are not the answers for their team. That they are good backup quarterbacks. I and I will give a little bit more love for Jalen, uh, but I I, do, I never said Jalen deserves to be a starting quarterback. He deserves to be the starting quarterback on that Eagles team because what else do they have? But outside of that, if you are you want Jalen Hurts or uh, Baker Mayfield? Probably Baker Mayfield. Yeah, exactly. So you know what? Uh, I won't say they are quarterback you. They are backup quarterback you. So that means we need to be pro Alabama. We are pro Alabama then, absolutely. <laughs> All right, I got a couple AJ more McCarron, here. right? Isn't he? Yeah, also? another backup, solid backup. Yeah. Uh, what was the? 
Oh, I can see his face. Blake? Blake Sims. Blake Sims. You remember Blake Sims? Oh, Blake my God. He was Sims. super backup quarterback. I, that, like, that is all-timer. No, I have no clue who the fuck that is. Oh, God. I... I, I got to get to more now here. That <laughs> let's go into him. So this one comes from Nick Yoder. Now he is Greg McElroy. Fuck yes, Greg. Whoever that is, uh, Nick Yoder. Fan, fantasy football is ruining how people view players. Guys that get a lot of volume get a ton of love, while players who do a lot with less don't get as much. Perfect example: people saying Nick Chubb is having a down year. He is averaging six yards a carry. Christian McCaffrey benefits from this. He is a consensus number one pick in fantasy, so he's looked at as a top five back when a lot of the time that the fact is that Ron Rivera has built his entire offense around him, not saying he's bad, just overrated due to volume stats. Uh, I, I will say that's yes to a degree. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a fantasy guy. I love fantasy football. I um, I don't play anymore because I don't have the time to commit to that. But I do look at fantasy stats, and I do help a lot of my friends do their fantasy stuff. I help you with your fantasy stuff. Uh, and like I, I guess I am biased because I am objective with my looking. I can look at it uh, as an overall playmaker, but I do, uh, I do take numbers into more consideration than I would say, you know, like the amazing skill that, uh, you know, certain players have. All right. And then this one, I, I agree. I think that sometimes the, the take is not cold by any means. It's not a bad thing. I think that he's pretty on the head with it, that fantasy. You were does. thinking of Blake Barnett, by the way. Uh, no, I'm thinking of Blake Sims, 100%. Oh, there he is. There's another Blake. Never mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this will be the last one of the day. Um, it's going to come from my buddy Anthony, not Tony, but Anthony. He is talking about uh, the Aaron Rodgers stuff, which we didn't really get to cover, obviously. But he is saying how he thinks that while the decision by Aaron was irresponsible and not appropriate for him to maybe be the quarterback of a team to not be vaccinated, but for the NFL and the media to drag him through the mud while the topics of Henry Ruggs and Deshaun Watson are still out there is questionable to him. And he was just wondering how we might feel about that. You want to take this or do you want me to take it first? I'll say right now, we don't always see eye to eye politics wise on some issues we don't like to talk politics on this show at all i don't like to bring it up but i do want to say this i do think aaron Rodgers' decision to not be vaccinated in that setting was probably an irresponsible one especially when you are the quarterback you're not just some sort of role player on this team you are the quarterback you probably should have understood this scenario i also get his point of view where he is a superhuman athlete and he doesn't want to, he doesn't trust that stuff going into his body or whatever. Okay. I get it, but you got to understand his setting and his scenario with these other issues. I Deshaun Watson was coming up in trade talks. Like what? Why? He, he, he has got two dozen, almost three women who have made some sort of allegations 
at least. That's all we know right now, and that's all we'll say. But I, this is ridiculous that he was in talks for something like that, and pretty much that narrative almost shifted on him in the middle of the year of this guy's in trouble for some deep shit. Henry Ruggs, I've never even heard of a car going that fast. I don't think there's really anyone in disagreement on what Henry Ruggs did was wrong, and I don't think the NFL is talking too much about it because they're letting authority deal with that. That's kind of all I have to say. Okay, let me start off on these points right here. Henry Ruggs is not getting any attention because we don't need to give Henry Ruggs attention. He clearly is the villain in this scenario. There is no question about that. He royally fucked up not only his life, but he killed a fucking person. So fuck you, Henry Ruggs, and your selfish uh, way of doing things, your selfish way of life. You deserve to go to prison, and you will go to prison. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Why do we need to talk anything more about this? Now, Deshaun Watson, the same thing. Why do we need to talk about Deshaun Watson outside of the trade talks? Now, there is a small variable to this because we're not quite sure where it's going to go from here, whether it become a federal case uh, or uh, that get bumped down to a civil case. More than likely, you'll, you will for sure get a civil case out of this. You know, jail time, that's up to uh, you know investigators and all that. Aaron Rodgers, I actually don't care if Aaron Rodgers is vaccinated. But you cannot tell me that Aaron Rodgers did not go out there and when he gave his statement, when he was asked if he was vaccinated and he said, I am immunized, that was deceit. That was a lie. And you cannot tell me otherwise. He carefully chose his words to play to the uh, the entire NFL media, to the national media, that uh, people took this as he is vaccinated. Uh, you you cannot tell me that you thought otherwise. No, that that would definitely give you that perception. I completely understand that. I wouldn't even say that lie is a word that you can't use in this scenario. I also think that that reporter really shouldn't be fucking asking him. No, you, you should be asking because it, this is not just a one thing. This is for the entire league. And uh, – you know, you can do you can do one of two things after this is done. You can either get onto your high horse like Rogers did, and double down on it, saying that oh I I thought that you knew blah 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 blah. Then apologize, then go back to being on your high horse like he like he did these past couple weeks, or you could be a fucking man own up to the fact that, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I uh, misled everyone. Really? I just wanted to focus on football. And guess what? If he would have said that this would have been water under the bridge. I guarantee you because of the fact that he owned up to everything and the media has nothing to run with. If he would have just said, I'm sorry, it's really all he had to say. And uh, you know, whether or not you want to be like, Oh, my pride. You know what? Fuck off. There are times where you need to own up to things. And there are times, uh, sorry, there are times when you need to lie to yourself to make 
everything better. And if he had to do that and say, like, yeah, I screwed up. I should have just been honest. Even though he didn't truly feel that way, guess what? There would have been no story going forward. And that was it. That was some of the hot takes from the week. Um, I'm I, fired I, up now. Yeah, I think that it might be something I try to do. I mean, there was a couple of good ones. There was plenty that's missed the cut still. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But I, I don't want to go too far into it. We still got to make some picks, and we still got our quick hits. Let's get into our picks for the week, baby. Pick time. All right. It's uh, week 11. Let's start off right away with the Thursday game. Uh, New England and Atlanta. Dude, um, Cordell Patterson's going to miss this game. He's going to miss some extended time. Matt Ryan has done nothing to give you any impression that he should be in this game with New England. It's in Atlanta. That gives him a little bit of maybe a home field advantage, right? But I'm I'm loving what New England's doing right now, and I'm honestly having a lot of fun watching him. So I'm going to go with New England on this one Thursday night. I am very tempted to make this – the blowout pick uh, because I, I really have a good feeling on it, but yeah, that's Thursday. I don't want to do that on Thursday. It, we we've had it on Thursdays before and uh, it's not too uncommon. Uh, by the way, uh, last week I went nine and five, you went seven and seven. So we're back to a five spot on each other. 90 and Fuck. 54 for Dave and Tom is 85 and 59. I, I, I did beat you in our splits. Thank you, Philadelphia, for beating Denver. <laughs> uh, didn't I pick the Chiefs, though? Uh, no, you moved off of that to Jacksonville and Indianapolis. No, not the blowout, but I picked them to win, right? And we split that one. No, we didn't split it. I didn't have the, the Raiders winning. Oh, you had the Chiefs winning? Yeah. Oh, I we only had that. one split. We only had one split, and that was Philly and Denver. Okay, all right. Yep. Sorry. Uh, uh, and you bullshit. did. You did not hit on your blowout. I did, so that's why uh, that went down. Um, all right. Next up, uh, Green Bay and Minnesota. Uh, it's a noon game. I will not be able to watch this one with my uh, buddy Tone, the Vikings fan, because he will be gun hunting. So that's cool. But that starts gun next hunting. Week. Yeah, like deer. Oh, you know? so deer hunting. Gun hunting season starts. So you mean hunting with guns, right? Because it's okay. That makes it, right that now. makes way more sense. <laughs> That's what it means. Gun hunting. Gun. I've hunting never heard season. of gun hunting. I've never. Right, anyway, I'm taking the Packers. Yeah, I got to be a Packer uh, fan here too. I think uh, Green Bay is going to have some interesting stuff uh, because Minnesota doesn't know what's going to happen with the way that um, uh, all these minor injuries uh, are affecting green Bay. Cause green Bay, green Bay might be the most injured team in the league right now. And they're still eight and two. It's really impressive. Uh, I am nervous about Whitney Merciless going down. I think that's uh, a bigger blow than people think not for on the field, but off the field because he is a true leader. He's always been. Well, I'm hoping Zadarius comes back in enough time as well, too. Yeah. All right. Next up, it's San Francisco and Jacksonville. Oh, my God. What? This is not a game. This is a dangerous game. This is just a dangerous game. This is a total setup, honestly. Yes. San Francisco is the team to pick. But do you trust them at all? I mean, I really like Jacksonville here. I, I, could, I they... could be wrong. I could be wrong. 
Jacksonville. They, they had a nice game. They 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 fought back against the Colts, but that's a divisional game. And divisional games are different than just teams playing straight up. I think the better teams usually do win. I cannot throw faith in the Jacksonville at all. I'll take the 49ers if you want to take the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm gonna go I'm gonna be crazy. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville has a chance. Uh it's a trap game. It's for sure yeah, a yeah. trap game. I, I, okay. Realistically, I'm going to say that the 49ers do have a better chance of winning, a better percentage of winning. But to me, it's still 60-40. And I think this 40% could happen with Jacksonville. Okay. I, I know like that's I said, weird. It's, it's a trap game. I'm, I know I'm that's not, weird. I'm not doubting you at all. I, I see that game and I don't like picking San Francisco at all. All right. Next up, it's Indianapolis and Buffalo. Dude, Colts have been playing nice. Colts have been playing nice, but not better than the Bills. I don't think. Is it is it in Buffalo? Where is it? It's in, it's in Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, it's probably going to be cold as shit by now. Carson Wentz played in Philly, but didn't play well in Philly for most of his time, if you remember that. So I'm going to take the Bills. I'll take Josh Allen. He's right there in the MVP talks. MVP favorite right now, apparently, according to us. I'll take the Bills. Uh, I despise Carson Wentz, and uh, yeah, it's the Bills. So um, Miami and the New York Jets. Holy shit, the all-who-cares bowl right here. I guess you got to go Miami, right? I mean, they just beat the shit out of the Ravens, and the Jets just came off an ugly one against uh, – who are they playing? The Bills, right? 45-17, yes. 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 <laughs> so um, if, if Joe Flacco starts, they're going to lose by, like, 15 if – Mike White starts. They're going to lose by like eight. <laughs> All right. Uh, did, uh, oh, I'm also taking Miami. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Next up, it's Detroit versus Cleveland. Well, this is just prime Baker Mayfield to have a big game here. So I'm going to take the Browns on my 21 pointer on this. One. Ooh. Yes. I know the Browns just got the Browns just got their ass kicked. But what did I tell you? It's a cycle. Baker Mayfield will beat an inferior team after he gets his ass kicked all the time. And it's a team that Nick Chubb was out, right? And now you you can just hand him the rock again. Dearness Johnson's a great secondary back. He had 100 yards, and, uh, almost 100 yards this past week, too. Yeah, I'm I'm all I'm going to take the Browns to win by 21 on this one. Very fancy. Very fancy. I like it. Uh, I'm also taking Cleveland, too. I think you're going to see some good scores on the defense this uh, this next game. Uh, I'm I'm going to say at least three interceptions. One of these uh, three interceptions or fumbles. One of the two. We'll mix them together, and one of them is going back to the house. Over under four and a half sacks on Jared Goff. Ooh, I'm going to go under, and I'm because I'm mm. going to say four. I think four okay. is. Four is right. Uh, right. Baltimore and Chicago. Oof. Big, big, tough L for Lamar Jackson last week, but he did play on Thursday. So coming off a team that just had the bye, playing on Thursday is like the next best, best what? What am I trying to say? Next, next, 
the next best thing that can happen for you. I don't think Chicago is very good at all. Their defense is mediocre and it's supposed to be great at best. And Justin Fields doesn't win games yet. He's not been proven to do that. So I'm going to take Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh to beat the Bears. This is a prime game to place this blowout bet. I'm not going to do it because I have a surprise coming later on. Uh, but I I talked him up earlier. I do think this is a bounce back game for Lamar Jackson. So I think uh, Bears lose. And uh, I, I actually think you're going to see a, a good game from uh, Justin Fields because he had a pretty impressive game, even though it was a loss uh, two weeks ago or one week ago, rather, uh, to the Steelers. Uh, he was looking good, and I think he's going to continue that as well. Okay, next up, it's New Orleans and Philadelphia. Oof. Um, New Orleans? We didn't talk about New Orleans, Tennessee. Did I miss that one? Yeah, definitely did not talk about that one. Mm, oh, I did miss that. How did that happen? Okay, New Orleans, Tennessee. Uh, Trevor Simeon played. They lost. Tech Titans looked pretty legit. That's about Game all over. Guys. All right. Yep. All back right. The- I will go back and say um, I will take New Orleans, though, in this one because I'm not mm-hmm. picking Jalen Hurts. And New Orleans has played pretty well as a team as a whole with Trevor Semyon at quarterback. So I don't think it's much of an issue for them right now. I'm going to take New Orleans with confidence. Uh, I am also going to take New Orleans because I do like Trevor Simeon. I, I actually liked him when he was on Denver as well. I, I Another didn't... backup quarterback, by the I, way. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I didn't hate him over there, though, is really what it was. Also, too, I, I feel like the Eagles just can't go back-to-back with wins. They are going to get their hopes up and then bring themselves back down. Uh, so, no. Uh, New Orleans. Next up, it's Houston, Tennessee. Um. Is this your 21-point blowout? It's not. Oh, well, I'm taking Tennessee. Tennessee, they're going to uh, absolutely demolish Houston because Houston Houston is terrible. Are this they coming off a bye? I feel one, like we didn't talk about them. Houston? Yeah, they came off a bye. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, do, they're coming off a bye. At least they don't get to lose, so that's cool. <laughs> uh, this next one, though, is going to be my blowout pick. Washington and Carolina. I am riding the Carolina hype train. And I'm going to take Carolina plus 21. Oh, my God. I, dude, do I have to buy Panther stock again after I sold it? I sold it all. (laughs) I have to buy it all back because Sam Darnold's out and Cam Newton might just take over this team. If McCaffrey's playing, they're going to win. And they might win by 21 if McCaffrey's playing. That's not a bad place. Chase Young being out. I think Stephon Gilmore gets a pick on Taylor Heineke. Uh, I also, uh, I, I just see this being a blowout. I think this is going to be a really uh, lopsided game. It's at Carolina, too. I think that's another thing to play up. Hashtag keep pounding. Give me Carolina. <laughs> uh, next up, it's Cincinnati and Las Vegas. Ooh, it's another bye a, week, by the way. Uh, yeah, Cincinnati. Man, I you know what? Two weeks ago, this game, you could have probably said Raiders, but they have looked really discombobulated. That was an ugly game last night for them. Like I said, that is about his worst performance Derek Carr is going to get. Um, uh, 
God. I I want to say the Raiders, but I have no confidence doing it. Joe Burrow off the bye. Jamar Chase probably going to have a field day on that very beat-up secondary in L.A., rather Las Vegas. Uh, I'll take the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals, too. This was another one that I could easily have put the 21-pointer on. Uh, I just have more confidence, and I actually think it's a more exotic pick to take the Panthers. So, fuck yeah. Uh, Next up, Arizona and Seattle. Is Kyler Murray playing? Is Russell Wilson playing? If we get Colt McCoy versus Geno Smith, that should be. That should get flexed to Sunday night. That, we're, uh, we, that is going to get flexed to the top of our podcast. That'll be the first game we talk about. Oh, God. I, I don't know. I Shit. <laughs> Seahawks I, looked really I'll bad do, last I'm, week. You go I'm first. taking Arizona on this. It, Seattle did not look good. Have we disagreed uh, yet? Yes, yes, we have. We, we have a couple of, uh, or just one, rather, San Francisco and Jacksonville. All right, I'll take the Raiders or uh, the Seahawks then. You're insane. No, I'm gonna do it. Fuck it. You're you're just trying to make a catch up here. Yeah, There's I have no. to. <laughs> I have to. Uh, honestly, honestly though, this Cardinals team, if they're gonna play like that without Kyler Murray or DeAndre Hopkins, and then the Seattle has Russ, that that's a win. Should Russ be. didn't look good this past yeah, week. Yeah, I get the thing. it, but the Packers' defense is definitely getting more respect now, too. And Arizona has a good defense, too. So, uh, again, I don't I, – I don't – I think they should seriously consider having Russell Wilson go back on the uh, injury report. Uh, not necessarily IR, but, like um, – I'll take Geno yeah. Smith over Colt McCoy anyway, even if it goes down to it. All right, all right. Next up, it's Dallas and Kansas City. This is a good one. Ooh, this is a good one. This is... Um, do, you, do you buy in the Kansas City stock that much? It's in Arrowhead. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to buy it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take them to beat the Cowboys. I think they're back, dude. I really do. Trayvon Diggs, yeah, he gets interceptions every time he plays, but he also gets burned a lot, if people don't understand that. Like, he's a very, like, he's a great quarterback, or a great corner for playing the ball. He plays the ball, like, great, but he only plays the ball. So he makes some mistakes as well. So I'm going to take the Chiefs. I, um, I'm also taking the Chiefs. Oh, you fucking fraud, man. No, 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 no. I played into you. You played up Patrick Mahomes. Here's my take on this. Dallas won super huge this past week. And uh, with them winning super huge, I think comes a major letdown. We've seen it before with the the Cowboys. Super huge. Chiefs don't do letdown games, though. Chiefs barely have wins this season. Uh, Dallas though has let down games you saw it with the broncos uh was that two weeks ago and uh, another one of their losses too they had another surprising loss earlier in the season and it's escaping me uh right now i i I do think that the chiefs are going to be riding high while the um dallas team is going to be riding overconfident and uh, i i i do think that the chiefs secure another win here 
Dallas's only other loss was to Tampa Bay, 31-29. They only have two losses? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. They beat the Chargers. They shouldn't have beat the Chargers. They did. Maybe that's why. All right. No, last up, it's uh, Pittsburgh and Chargers. LAC. Dude, man, your boy Justin Herbert better get his shit together, man. This is a good game for him to do it. I mean, not really, though, because Pittsburgh's got a pretty decent defense. But he can play bad enough where the offense of Pittsburgh probably won't be able to do anything, and he can still win this game. So I'm I'm trusting your boy, Justin. Go get it done. Beat him up. Oh, I, I really don't like this game right here. I don't like this game at all. But I'll I'll be contrarian because there is some th- there is something here uh gut wise. And I'm thinking Pittsburgh is going to win this one. Mm. I think uh Ben Roethlisberger having a week out, another, you know, quote bye week of sorts for him is going to do wonders. I think the Chargers are reeling right now and even though uh, even though they uh, Minka, Fitz, Minka Fitzpatrick is out, I believe, right? Didn't he get hurt yesterday? Uh, COVID. No, he got COVID, right? Oh, COVID. So you know yes. what? Minka's back. I, I'm thinking Herbert throws another inter- interception. And, um, yeah, I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win. Dude, these are both, like, season-on-the-line games, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is this could very well end the other team's season and really bolster the other team to get back into a playoff push. This is a big game for both teams. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, that was it. That was it. We didn't miss any Titans games or anything like that? Nah. I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, should we get into quick hits? Sure. Quick hits. All right, I'll go first. I got a couple of them. Uh, My first one, actually, I already said. It was Lamar Jackson getting his number retired at Louisville. Wanted to shout him out there because I do like rooting for Lamar Jackson. It's pretty cool. But next thing I got to say is the Packers, I know you probably saw this, just came out today, are going to start offering shares of their team ownership again for the first time in 10 years. $300. You want to go half? We could do. I, I don't think we can just. I don't think it works that way. I mean, we could make up a fake alias name, and then we could uh, also. Also, it's paper. It doesn't mean shit. And, and from what I've heard, you don't want to go to an ownership meeting. No. No, it's boring. Maybe uh, we could just write our own piece of paper. We'll just print let's it wait out. another. We'll just decade. print it out. Yeah. Let's wait let's another decade. Out. Uh, next up, just wanted to say RIP real quick to Boston Red Sox legend, MLB the Bigs legend, MLB Power Pros legend, Julio Lugo had a heart attack today. Dude, he was sick in the old games, man. And just one of those guys that like everyone's almost heard of through that Red Sox team. Everyone's but, almost heard of. Well, you know what I mean? Like, if you watch baseball, you're like, oh, I've heard that name. Like, you know he's not a Hall of Famer or anything like that, but, oh, I've heard that name. So that was kind of that was kind of like, oh, shit, like, that sucked. So I wanted to give an RIP, and thank you, Julio Lugo. All right, sucks. I'm sorry for your family and your loss. That's terrible. But next one, we do know 
I am a Seattle Kraken fan this season, <laughs> and they suck. They are in a big rough spot right now. Four ten and one. I'm pretty sure they were like three five and one last week when I said this report. They're not winning many games. They are not winning many games. They're just your boys. A big rough streak right now. And uh, I'm not jumping ship though. I'm day one for the rest <laughs> of my life. Day forever. So, yeah, forever. Literally forever um awards week in the mlb this week give me your mvps give me your cy youngs go uh mvp uh it's got to be shohei in the american League. yeah and then it gets a little fuzzier when you when you go to the nl uh side of things it's either gonna be bryce harper or juan soto no such a yeah. They, they were on shit teams. Uh, like, uh, how? How well, could I... And the other one is Fernando Tatis. Literally, no one made the playoffs in the NLM. I know. I know. I, and you know what, though? I would have said Tatis if he would have finished the season strong because he was. Those other two finished the season strong. Tatis was the like the odds on favorite. And uh, now I don't know anymore. Uh, now, Cy Young. Give me a homer status and let me let's say Corbin Burns died. Corbin, baby. Let's I think, go. I, Corbin Burns was really fucking impressive this entire I, season. I'm telling you, that was me. That was me. I yeah. did that. I did that. I did Challenge that. This man. <laughs> uh and at AL. Uh, fuck if I know. Um Yeah, I honestly don't Lance know. Lance Lynn? Guys. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Lance, you that know was what? your Lance White Sox homer. Lance Lynn had a really fucking impressive season, though, and for, especially for Lance Lynn. There's not really uh, – you didn't have the same level of dominance that you did in the NL. The NL had some crazy pitching all season long. Well, uh, DeGrom was going to win this award before he got hurt, by the way, yeah, if anyone was yeah. wondering. that was, uh, And he was going to win MVP, too. So, yeah, uh, that, was, so, that again, was easy. I'm going to go Lance Lynn and Corbin Burns. We're going to see a Midwest – family fun fest going that would on. be legit that would be legit and my last hot take nope quick hit of the week is uh, another shout out uh, i gave a shout out last week to my boy joe who got a job at the boston globe internship co-op program uh, my boy alex from california who i also worked with just got a deal um uh, just got a job actually working in minor league baseball for the eugene emeralds he's going to be their broadcaster next year uh, where is so eugene forward. Is that Oregon? Oregon. Yeah. Eugene, Oregon, nice. the capital. Yeah. So, um, totally cool. Yeah. It's Oregon, dude. It's not Oregon. <laughs> so that's really cool. Hype for him. Actually, fun fact, we pretty much hated each other until the last two days of the season. And then, uh, over some bullshit, I asked him how he felt about it. He was pissed as well. And we became friends. So that was pretty cool. And Hooray. Shout out to Alex, though. Super happy for it. It's the minor league affiliate single A for the San Francisco Giants. Nice. Very nice. All right. My turn. Yes. That's you. All know. right. Super duper quick hit. I want to give some love to the Cincinnati Bearcats, who should be in the playoffs uh, right now, the college football playoff rankings. But uh, for some reason, and by some reason, I mean the NCAA doesn't want a non power five conference. Uh, to be in that playoff. They are number five in the rankings. So let's go undefeated Bearcats. You Desmond Ritter get into that fucking playoffs. God damn it. Uh, all right. Next up, 
speaking of uh, votings and ballots, if you were to take a guess at who the most random person on the all-star ballot for the NBA right now, who is it? Who is the most random player? Oh, God. Can I get a conference? Eastern. I'll, I'll give you a hint. He hasn't even suited up for a game this season. Zaza Pachulia. Yeah, no, it's Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is on the initial all-star ballot because of a loophole. He has not been suspended or disciplined. So because of this, he is currently on the NBA All-Star ballot. and He's going to make it, too. Exactly, because you are going to have uh, anti-vaxxers out there. You're going to have uh, flat earthers out there. You're going to have uh, dinosaurs don't existers. Uh, and they are going, oh, and not to mention just overall trolls. Uh, vote him in to probably the starting lineup. Okay, to be fair, dude, like Yao Ming has like five all-star appearances where he didn't play like a single game all year. Well, whatever. I, I, again, that's bullshit though. So the uh, fuck it you. doesn't mean anything in the NBA. It doesn't mean anything. All-star uh, appearances like that. Don't mean it when you're yeah, good. Don't matter. Uh, next up. Totten, Tottenham Hotspur. Soccer. Hey, uh, talking soccer. Soccer. Uh, we need to talk about their manager, Antonio Conti. Antonio Conti is a weird manager. Um, he has been known for some odd uh, antics over the years. Uh, he has more or less introduced an NFL style of tackling and has encouraged players to kick the ball over the goal, uh, to dance the robot, and ask players for 60% effort 1,000% of the time. Uh, this is this is a line from Deadspin. Can we get a, no, wait? We gotta put that on a shirt. Sixty percent effort, a thousand percent of the that, time. That's an actual quote. That's an actual quote. Tom. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. We should put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he though uh, uh, players though uh, despised him, and now he is back uh, on the. Uh, the reign of terror and uh, has banned a whole list of foods. Uh, the main one being ketchup. None of his players are allowed to uh, eat ketchup, mayo, coffee, ice in Coke. Uh, and yeah, um, this dude's a madman. He's a madman. You can't have ice. Ice in Coke. Meaning, like, don't put ice in your soda? Yes. What the fuck? What? That doesn't even make sense. It's water. Yes, and uh, because of this, too, you are now going to see players not being able to have fast food, uh, which is fair. I can understand that. But no ketchup? Come on, dog. What is yeah, this? I don't, how, how long can you go without ketchup? Uh, also has... Uh, ordered cutbacks on fruit, taken sandwiches off the team menu, and uh, come out against excessive oil and butter in cookings. Yeah, this, this man. Fuck himself. That's what this man like. just wants everyone to be miserable. 
Yeah, what? All you know, right. Maybe that's like an old-time coach, like, if you're hungry off the field, you're hungry on the field. Sure. <laughs> uh, all right. And last but not least, Dallas Cowboys head coach, Mike McCarthy, uh, used a unique motivational method to help his team get over the disappointing week nine loss to the Denver Broncos. Uh, last year, off? last year you, you saw him smash watermelons. And this year coming off the ugly loss, McCarthy has dug into his motivational bag of tricks and pulled out monkey butt. You want to take a guess, uh, a guess as to what monkey butt is? No. It is anti-chafing powder <laughs> to put inside uh, everything. Yeah, uh, he he was, uh, Tom Pelissero was quoted, this past week coming off that ugly performance against Denver, McCarthy dubbed it raw, meaning, oh, sorry, raw, meaning red ass week, and then explained it to more. In other words, get mad, take it personally, and then go get out on the field and take it out on the Falcons. That set up McCarthy handing out monkey butt to all the players. All right. Like gold bond. Yes. And what do they do? It's like following, following add on to that. If you're for, if you're sore from, I don't know, getting your butt kicked like you did last week. Well, Get yourself some monkey butt. That is what McCarthy. Okay, said. maybe that's actually the T-shirt <laughs> we're supposed to make. Is if you're uh, if, if you're sore from getting your butt kicked, try monkey butt. Th- this God. honestly, he was just I, he just got way why too did we never get this? up. Why? Why have we? Did we never get this from McCarthy in Green Bay? How could I, he we would have loved Wisconsin it. and became more Wisconsin? That made no sense. That is no, so something like he's on a like um, a middle school football coach would do. What what is that? Uh, 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 the Oklahoma State head coach. Uh, the well, fuck, what's his name? You got me. I fuck if I know. Oh. Okay, say uh, Mike Gundy. This is a super Mike Gundy thing. Oh to say. yeah, duh. I yeah. should yeah. know that. I should yeah. know that. Why did yeah, I know this- that? So, uh, again, I just found that great. And uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see if McCarthy rubbed it all over their chafed buttholes. All right. Is that quick hits? Yep. That's quick hits. Yes, sir. That was episode 41 of Down the Wire. You know what I was thinking? Like, we're going to end up having episode 50 that'll be a cool one right and then we're gonna have episode 52 and that's gonna be like a year one so we should plan something crazy for episode 51 so it doesn't get left out and forgotten okay just so we it's know like that. it's like the 19th birthday what good is the 19th birthday right that's what i mean we, we're gonna do something crazy for 51 fair that's what i want to do fair if you like this episode make sure you download comment Talk to us, say it was cool or something, whatever, on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you don't want to download us on that, you can always check us out on thechairshot.com. I wonder if McCarthy ever took care of herpes. Peace. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. 
But now she got me Smoking out the window I spent 35, 45,000 up in Tiffany's. Oh, no. Got a badass kids running around my whole crib like it's Chuck E. Cheese. 